Welcome to the Smug Film Podcast. I'm your host, Cody Clark. With me today is Chloe Peltier. Hey. It's the old Clopel. What up? Or as Chappie would say, what's up, fuck mother? How's shit? <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> Do you think it sounded like him at all? I don't no, know. but it was good. Really it doesn't have to sound like him to be good. <laughs> it was just enjoyable to hear. I haven't really tried to do his voice very much, but uh, I felt like it was relevant. You should try. Um, no, I mean, not right now, but... Oh, okay. <laughs> but you would have, like, the market cornered on chappy impressions, probably. Yeah, yeah. I don't really hear people try to do his impression very much. It's kind of lame. The movie's so underrated, man. Well, except for here, of course, at Smug Film. Yeah, this is the but... uh, the Chappie Appreciation Society, as we've said before on the podcast. So many of us enjoy that lovely film. But today we're not talking about that film. We are uh, here because this is a sequel to a previous episode that I recorded with Chloe where we talked about food and we came upon the uh, realization. Was it me who said it or you who said the the key phrase that caused this sequel? Uh, I feel like it might have been you. I'm not sure. I'll take credit for it. <laughs> People should just go back and listen to the other one. Which yeah, I this think- can be a smug film trivia. Yeah. Go back and listen to that one and see who said the key phrase. And if you, uh, you know, send the correct answer in and we'll uh, give you something free. It'll be a little prize. Oh, man. Is it going to be? It's, I can't even imagine what kind of weird thing we'd give them in this episode. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's a good segue. So basically, the key phrase was shit is a sequel to food. Yes. Which means that this episode is about shit. But it's not just about shit. It's about uh, pee as well. Urine, yep. you know? What are we going to call <laughs> these things? Are we going to call it pee-pee and poo-poo and, uh, you know, uh, what are the other... Because, uh... like, I feel like shit has so many names when you're a kid. And then when you get older, it's just shit. Yeah, Like, it's, it's just, we just call it shit. Like, that's just a name for it. It still has a lot of names, though. I feel like as you get older, you kind of start to learn more names that you didn't know. But, like, nobody calls it, like, you know, Dookie or Kaka or uh, <laughs> where are the other ones? There's always feces. I remember. Yeah, feces is the technical term. It's like, I remember when you discover the term feces, though, you like overuse it for like a few months. Yeah. One of and, my favorite, uh, one of my favorite lines that has to do with feces is in uh, Donnie Darko. There's a great line where, um, you know, the school has been ransacked, not to give anything away. And, um, it's two girls talking like at the bus stop before they go to school because it was ransacked like the night before or whatever. And when a girl says to the other, there was feces all in like the girl's bathroom. <laughs> and, and the girl's like, what's feces? She says, baby mice. And then the girl's like, aw. <laughs> That's awesome. I don't even remember that. Oh, I it's the greatest line. I, I, I'm not doing it justice. I'm sure there's some syntax there that I didn't get exact, but it's a great little part. But, you know, that's also a good segue to the fact that this episode is just about our, our favorite instances of shit and of urine in cinema, because we, we went over our favorite instances of food, and uh, this seems like the natural segue. We're going to start out with, uh, we're starting out with urine, right? Because that's number one. Mm-hmm. And then we'll go into number two, the Duke Dukes, <laughs> the Baba Dukes. Yeah. That could be a bad shit. Isn't like a Baba, like a... Um, there's some like European thing where it's, I'm going to look that up. Isn't it like, it's like a, uh, it's almost like a boogeyman, like grandpa thing or something. (laughs) 
like the weird Santa Claus that like steals children. And yeah, puts hold them in on. A bag. All right, I'm looking it up now. It's an old Russian or Slavic thing. There's a supernatural being called Baba Yaga, who's oh, like yeah. the deformed looking woman. Mm. And she, I'm sure she steals kids. They all steal kids. So like Baba Duke could be about a Baba Yaga's dookie. <laughs> Maybe that's what that movie is about. Have you seen it? No, I haven't seen Baba Duke. All right. So we cannot confirm nor deny our theory <laughs> that Baba Duke is about a, uh, a Baba Yaga's dookie. <laughs> Back on track here. We're starting out with urine. I'm going to yeah, give my favorite instance right off the bat. I'm sure it's on your list too. Let's just get it out there. Buffalo 66. Yes, definitely. The best instance of urine in all of cinema. The best use of it. I'll make my case for it. I'm sure you have stuff to add. The entire first act of Buffalo 66, Vincent Gallo needs to pee really badly. That's not giving anything away about the film if you haven't seen it before. But it's, it's one of my favorite instances of how to make a first act suspenseful and also have your protagonist, you know, behaving in like an erratic, like very extreme way without it just being like a dumb like, oh, that's just how he is. Like he's just got a chip on his shoulder thing. It's mm -hmm. like, no, he's just a guy that really needs to pee, which everybody can relate to. It, ins it instantly makes the character relatable because everyone's been there. Everybody's had to pee and you can't find the bathroom and you're all agitated. So it's like you're seeing this guy with like a chip on his shoulder because he just needs to pee really fucking badly. And so he makes like these dumb decisions based on that fact and that like clouding his mind. And then in the second act, when he finally gets to piss, you start to see more of like how he really is. You start to see his, his true soul emerging without it being like one of those like two-faced, like arbitrary like character shifts. Like in just like a regular movie where like it's about like an asshole or whatever. And then like he has some change of heart or whatever. It always feels like just kind of two-faced, you know, you can't really like trust it. But if you oh, see the guy like taking a piss and then he changes and he's all relieved, that's like a really realistic, natural version of that same concept. And you can you can get behind it more. I absolutely agree. That scene is amazing. And of course, yeah, I was on my list, too. It's like. It's really symbolic, just the, he, uh, it, it, it's almost as though the way that he has to pee and no one, just the fact that no one will really let him is a big thing. It's almost seems like symbolic for how he feels all the time, just exaggerated, you know? Right. It's yeah, almost, he's, he's always going into these little stores or restaurants and everyone's just like, no, you can't pee here. And like <laughs> he's cast out and like, if he tries to like, pee in like a parking lot like somebody goes in and just like pulls their car out so he can't be there and like you know it's like everything's getting in the way it's just that perfect like confluence of like shitty things happening and i mean that film to me has always felt like a very you know updated uh chaplin-esque kind of film you know it's it's a very depressing uh color scheme and palette that they're working from it's very snowy and cold he's kind of like a tramp character and your initial reaction is like you're seeing it as a sort of face value, you know, gritty 70s thing. But then as the film goes on and you see the humor kind of emerge, you realize that it's more of a throwback than that. It's more of a throwback, throwback to like Chaplin and it's kind of like tragic comedy kind of dichotomy yeah. stuff. I totally agree. And when we were doing this, I was thinking, you know, it seems like Chaplin would have some pee and poop stuff or whatever. But I was thinking about it and I've seen all of his stuff and I just can't think of anything he's done that involves that. I feel like almost he was too 
polite or something. You know? Well, maybe it was a different time. Maybe it was like, yeah, it wasn't you know, okay or something. Yeah, it was just, it wasn't like a part of the lexicon of like emotional things to grab from, I guess. Yeah, because I was trying to think back like to old and poop stuff i feel like if john d'amico were here he'd like just yeah he'd bust out some uh reef and stall where somebody's taking a piss or yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah that would be a great that's a good question for uh d'amico or danny reed of uh precode.com who's been on the pod before great guy maybe they know like when urine and shit started to seep into cinema (laughs) it literally seeped yeah, that'd be a good question for them. Hopefully they'll listen to this and we'll we'll get an answer on a future episode. Yeah, that would be awesome. But no, Buffalo 66, probably I would agree with you. It's the best one because it just, as far as the story goes, it's, it's so uh, representative of just how characters feel. It's so simple. It's elegant, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, it's a whole first act, yeah, which is it's fucking amazing. beautiful. I mean, it's it's perfectly delineated that him finally getting to pee... That's when the second act begins, you know? Yeah, totally. I love the way that it's divided up like that. And I'll get to it later when we get to the, the number two. But there's another movie that kind of does that with uh, with poop, too. Do you remember uh, Austin Powers when we were kids? Do you remember, like, the peeing in that? That's so brilliant. Yeah, I was almost going to put that on my list. I, yeah. I love that scene, too. Yeah, I know it's, like, obvious because I'm sure everybody's seen it. But it's like, dude, it's one of the best ones easily it's really fucking funny there's a lot of like genuinely funny stuff in those first two austin powers films and like maybe like a maybe two or three in the third i don't know yeah i remember watching austin powers again and again and again and it's funny like when you're a kid you you just legitimately think it's funny and you're not like really thinking about any context for it or anything you don't really know anything about like the history of like yeah uh, you don't know what it's spoofing yeah you you get that it's sort of james bond and like that the 60s was like a crazy time but beyond that like you don't know like this the uh you know the r man flint stuff or whatever else they're uh referencing you know yeah totally it's just it's just legitimately pure hilarious and i feel like i don't know almost uh the naivety of that like just not knowing all the stuff that it borrows from it almost makes you like it more and even um if i were to go back i feel like i'd still really like that movie so yeah tell me about that scene let's uh because for people who aren't familiar with it i'm sure i'm sure most of you are familiar with it but let's kind of give them a recap of what that scene is and why it's so awesome it's when he gets unfrozen after being uh cryogenically frozen for years and years and years from like what the 70s to the 90s or is it the 60s to the 90s i don't remember 60s yeah yeah 60s to the 90s and he comes out of that like pink goo gel that, <laughs> that like uh warm it's like what warm liquid goo phase or yeah. whatever <laughs> the freaking uh the announcer lady voice is doing all the things like stages warm liquid goo phase complete and then he comes out and he and he takes a piss and you just hear it for so long and it's just like the peeing noise and then and then she thinks it's over so she goes evacuation complete and then like he he well yeah the the computer voice yeah (laughs) and he just keeps peeing some more and interrupting her and she keeps trying the computer voice just keeps trying to uh to say evacuation complete and he keeps like doing it again 
And then I believe that the end of the scene just cuts off and he's still peeing. Yeah. The yeah. End of it. <laughs> so can, can girls relate to that? Cause that's like a very, totally. okay. Cause that's a very guy thing. Well, the little like spurts, like where, where she's going evacuation, complete, complete, complete. Like that, like is more of a guy thing, I think. Cause like dudes like do the whole shake or whatever. But like uh, the whole having to pee really bad after like sleeping or or like just uh, or feeling like your bladder is like bottomless or something. So for a girl, it's more just one solid stream. No, not really. If anything, it's like not even really a stream (laughs) as gross as that is. It's almost Uh like it's almost like, well, we don't have as good of a spout or whatever. So Can't you improve that with like Kegels? Uh, No, I think. That's more of a thing for like vaginal tightness than a thing for. It's all pretty close together. Yeah, but your Kegels or whatever aren't gonna make your urethra work better. I don't know. I think the jury. <laughs> I think the jury's still out on that. <laughs> okay. I think we're gonna have heard, to, you know, research that one. I heard they made a funnel so that women could pee outside. Yeah, is that the diva cup or is that the menstrual no. one? <laughs> That's the weird the d- menstrual the one that they... Cup. The Diva Cup's the menstrual one. Wait, it's just like a cup that you bleed into, right? Well, yeah, I, they you stick it up there. Then you oh, you blood. stick it up there. Yeah, I've never used one. But it's like <laughs> a cup. It's a cup. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm like, that seems unstable. It seems like, what if it like tipped or something? Then you'd be fucked. To, like, oh, you, yeah, you can. You suddenly have like a pile of blood. Don't do but, a uh, cartwheel <laughs> with that in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, wow, I didn't know we were gonna get this deeply into that kind of sh- that kind of stuff. But um, it's they've just made a funnel that like fits over the whole like area that that a girl will pee that it'll shoot out into a solid stream or whatever, so she can like pee standing up while outside instead of uh, squatting or whatever. The Have thing you is, tried like, it? No, I haven't tried they it. They don't just like hand them out in the street. <laughs> that would- That'd be pretty awesome. There's not much PR behind this one. Peeing relations. Yeah, peeing relations. Peeing yeah. receptacle. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, I've peed into cups before. Yeah. And I've peed in the. I've peed on the ground in camping. And yeah, I, I was hoping it wasn't like you know on the street. Yeah. <laughs> That's like a drunk girl thing. Yeah, I'm not that kind of drunk girl. I've caught. I've been around when drunk girls were caught at my work. Uh, like peeing indoors on the floor and thinking it was an okay place to pee. Indoors? Yeah, like uh, we've caught multiple people peeing on the floor at the Alamo Draft House. What? Different times. and You guys have like, bathrooms. I know, we do. The girls are just so fucking drunk. And they'll try to, uh, they'll try to justify it because they're so drunk that they think they can't. <laughs> So they'll be like, well, I thought this was... Uh. <laughs> and she's just like, no, lady, you're leaving now. <laughs> so they think the floor is a toilet. Apparently, I guess that's what happens. Is it like that in uh, like China and like India? There's like just a hole in the floor and you just squat over it? Yeah, and in Japan too. Yeah, that's like a thing, right? Yeah, it has to do with how uh, how your bowels work. Like um, if you squat, apparently stuff comes out more easily. Yeah, you're supposed to squat. Like, isn't that like a biological thing? Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, it doesn't mean you have to squat over like a hole in the ground. You could probably make like a, you know, a dignified, you know, form of a toilet, something sculpted well that like you can squat with dignity, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like there, you got to meet it halfway. Like I get that the toilet's a flawed instrument, but there's got to be a halfway between squatting on the floor and taking a shit. 
All right, so let's bring it back to urine. Yeah. <laughs> All right, um, my next one. This is an example of a bad one, okay? Because I, I wanted to pick out like one bad one for each, one that just is stupid. Because there are stupid instances out there. This is probably the stupidest for me. And it's, it's, in, it's contained in a film that's actually pretty good and is well-regarded, but it's just a bad instance. And that's in The 40-Old Virgin. And it's Steve Carell. He sits down to take a shit and he pees on his face and his shirt because he has a boner. <laughs> what? And it's so fucking dumb because th this doesn't happen. You know, you're not a guy. You don't know. You're watching a movie. You're like, oh, that happens. Okay. No, that, that, that doesn't happen. That's never happened. You would know. Like you can feel it when you have that. And if you have like a dick that like literally points like straight up in the air, like you would, you would know. And you, it just doesn't work like that. Like it's, it's a, it's a lazy joke. It's not physiologically accurate. It's just stupid. And it's like, yeah, it, you know, Steve Carell's a good actor. He's going to sell it. He's going to make it real. Like his reaction to it's funny. It's a funny concept, but it just doesn't pass the laws of like physics and physiology. It's just a dumb fucking thing. And it's a shame because like the movie's like a pretty smart movie. I wouldn't call it like a dumb comedy or whatever. Like it's a pretty smart comedy. It's not like, you know, a smarty pants movie, but it's like a, <laughs> you know, it's better than the rest. But that, that thing always sticks out to me because like things like that, that just aren't possible and just bend these fucking lines. I don't know. It always bugs me. Yeah, that is that is weird. Um, Do you remember that scene? No, like I haven't seen it in a long time. When you watched it, you probably just were like, oh, yeah, OK, that that can happen to a guy. Yeah, I, I don't remember the scene, but like it seems like a thing that maybe if I were like a lot younger, I'd think that. But then now I, I just even even not really knowing the sheer facts of it, it just doesn't seem like a thing that would happen like um, thinking about dudes and everything. I'm just like, nah, that doesn't seem real. When yeah, you describe just, it. It's stupid. So yeah. that's my instance of a stupid one. You got a yeah, good one? A stupid one. Do you, uh, you didn't see the world's end yet. Have you? I have not. Yeah. You really need to see that. Me and, uh, me and Jenna really like that, but no, uh, I don't think I need to see that. I don't like those it's guys. It's really good. I don't like but, them. Okay. All right. Well. I don't like the hot fuzzy or, uh, <laughs> the Shaun of the dead or whatever. All right. Well, let's see each his own. It's not funny to me. I don't. I don't get the the humor of it. I feel like compared. I feel like you'd like Worlds End better than either of the other two. You think they got better as they went on? I don't know. I just feel like Worlds End is a little deeper, but they're all simple. That's the thing is, you just have to like accept that they're all going to be really simple. But I feel like the simplicity is good. I don't know. It's hard to explain. But uh, the, there's a scene in the Worlds End where. Um, he he's in the pub like they're uh, they're doing the pub crawl and um, he goes to this pub and he's like depressed. This is Simon Pegg I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. He's depressed that um, that like nobody's really as into it as he is that he wants to like do this nostalgic thing he's doing where he's going back to all the places that he drank as a teenager. And um, he he's taking a piss at the urinal and he looks up at the wall and there's a there's like where he had scratched something into the wall when he was younger. And um, this uh, fucking teenager is there and uh, he's given him like the teenager, you know, blank expression that teenagers do where they don't give a shit what you're saying if you're over like 30. And uh, he uh, he's trying to talk to him and explain that he wrote on the wall and all this stuff. 
and try to be cool and the teenagers just fucking like ignoring him and just staring at him like he's an asshole and he thinks it's because he's a teenager and it turns out it's because he's a fucking robot <laughs> and like I just I just really like that because I mean like it's already awkward enough pissing next to someone but like I always imagine that as a as a guy the whole urinal thing would be really weird and like I'm kind of really glad that as a chick I don't have to deal with that yeah urinals, I mean, hard. urinals are pretty weird I mean yeah like I'll opt for like just going in a stall and pissing because like sometimes you go into like a public bathroom and it's just like you think like the way it was designed that you were being punked or something yeah. like they're like I'm going to call out Bam on this. Bam is a great cinema aside from this, but the the men's room at Bam, it's like, OK, if you can imagine like just a regular like toilet, but jutted out of the wall and then like lift it up and then without like the back part on it like that's the urinal the fuck you're basically like if you're using the urine and there's no dividers so if you're using the urinal it's like there's no whatever like you can see everybody's dick even if you don't try <laughs> like it's just so fucking dumb <laughs> there was like this club in england i went to once where like you just pee in a trough that was probably like the worst uh. <laughs> awful then your pee is mis mixing with other people's pee and everything. oh yeah mm -hmm. that's just weird and you can just imagine a drunk person falling in <laughs> like that's not a huge stretch it's like you see that there and you know like it's like when you're watching a movie and you know some set piece is going to be used it's like uh -huh. if you see that in a comedy you're like yep somebody's gonna fall into that calling yeah, it now just the just the appearance of it is foreshadowing already yeah it's like in the uh, anime or like any animation really where like you, when you see that something is cell and not part of the background, you know, it's going to be used. <laughs> yes. You know yes. what I mean? Like there's, yeah. oh man, there's some great anime that made fun of that that I saw a clip of. Do you know what I'm talking about? It was like mm -mm. a detective anime and it was like the detective was solving the, the whatever by that. Like he was solving it by like animation, like mistakes and shit like that, where like he could see that something was cell and not background. And so he went over yeah. to it and like opened it. Oh, man, if I find that clip, I'm going to post it. If you know what it is and you're listening and I haven't posted it yet, just send it in so I can post it because it's really fucking good. Yeah, that sounds awesome. It makes me really tempted to mention an episode of an animated thing, but that's not really. Does it have to do with pee? Yeah, it has to do with pee, but it's like it's like not a movie. It's like an episode. So I don't know if I should just bring watch. it up. It was a good. Yeah, it's All right, a... bring it up. Did you ever watch? I mean, I know you probably haven't ever watched Shin Chan, but he always goes, he always goes back to like poop and pee in that show. And there's a whole episode where he goes on pee strike. He just because his mom won't give him an allowance. So he makes signs and stuff and he says, I vow to never pee again. And he's like marching around and he's all his signs are like misspelled and shit. And, uh, and it says, allow ants peas and like all these things. A what was it? Sir? Instead of saying allowance, please, it says allow ants peas. What? And, uh, and like his, his little sister's following him around. She can't talk. She can just make noises. So he's like falling around. He's like running around with his signs, like doing chants and stuff. And uh, she's like imitating his chants, so like going, ah! like just like making the sounds that sound like what he's saying. And, and he, of course, he's like just trying to hold it as long as he can and stuff. And yeah. it's hilarious. But. <laughs> All right, I'm sure Alex Hyatt knows what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. He's the uh, resident anime man. It's amazing. I just like the idea of like him doing a Gandhi thing, but instead of like not eating or something, just like I'm not gonna pee. That's it. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just that's doomed really to fail. Yeah, I know. 
All right. Uh, so my next pick is uh, from Billy Madison. This is a great scene. If you if you've seen the film, you know what I'm talking about. It's a, a school trip where a kid pees his pants and he's all embarrassed. Have you first of all, have you seen Billy Madison? I feel like I saw it when I was a lot younger and I don't remember it at all. I don't even think I've, I don't even know whether I saw the whole thing or not. It's really fucking good. Yeah, that's what I hear. So like Adam Sandler feelings aside, people pretty much like acknowledge that that's a really good fucking movie. Like that's, there's a lot in that that really, really holds up and really works. Like there's a reason that's on TV like every fucking weekend. Right. Yeah. Anyway, kid pees his pants on the school trip. So Adam Sandler pisses his pants too so that he doesn't feel bad and says to the rest of the class that peeing your pants is cool and that everybody like his age pees their pants because it's like the coolest thing you could possibly do. And they all <laughs> believe him because they look up to him and then the whole class pisses their pants in order to be cool. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's, it's a, first of all, it's just a great moment, but that's not even like the icing on the cake. Like you, you think that that's like, just like, how could it get even better than that? Like, that's just a perfect <laughs> moment. We'll just go to the next scene. No, it culminates with one of my favorite lines in film history, which is like, there's this old lady on the trip who's been like saying like weird shit the whole time. And um, she hears a thing about him saying that peeing your pants is cool. And she gets like just this perfect fucking amazing line, which is if peeing your pants is cool, consider me Miles Davis. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's, it's a perfect line. Yeah, that's brilliant. Okay, I'll tell you an obscure one. How about yeah, that? Give me, give me something off the beaten path. I'll tell you one you've probably never heard of. Before I was really into, like, uh, before I had really known a lot about movies when I was in high school and I just had gotten cable with, like, a bunch of channels for the first time, I was going through, like, all the Showtime and, like, HBO and stuff and, like, doing the movies on demand and everything and, like, exploring crap before I had Netflix. There was this one movie called Design. It was, like, an indie film. It was by a guy named Davidson Cole, I believe. And I'd never seen an indie film before. Uh, so when I first saw it, even though I don't know whether it holds up or not, it's probably not very good. But I remember just thinking it was like the coolest thing because I'd never seen a movie like that before. And uh, so for like a year, I was really into it. And everybody I asked didn't know what it was. But it was just like about several characters who like, it was just like their stories and then their paths kind of cross. There's this photographer and... He's like coming from a wedding shoot or something because that's what he does. And he's in a cab and there's this cabbie and he's describing how he was going to give a chick a free ride if she gave him a blowjob and how she was like, she had said yes, but then he'd gotten out of the cab and uh, gone to take a piss and then he got back in the cab and then he was like, so how about that blowjob? And then, and then uh, she had refused and she'd go, well, you just peed though. And um, like the guy's like telling the guy, this story and the photographer gets so mad at how like I guess much of a pig he thinks this cab driver is that he gets out of the cab and walks it's just like such a weird like as a teenager who had never really seen any weird movies at all it just stuck out in my mind because I was like that's such a weird fucking story and like I'd never really like thought about like people soliciting like you know blowjobs for for rides or anything like that so just the whole thing was so alien to me you know let alone freaking uh the thought of like, I'm not going to blow you because you just peed. Like, it was just like such a weird instance. Right. Know? Like that as a detail. Yeah. It's just like such a very, very specific detail in such a very, very specific. No one's heard of it movie that just like, I, I don't think I'll ever forget. <laughs> it's just bizarre. Right on. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to pick one from like kind of a bigger movie. This is a really good instance of urine like fueling the plot. This is in the movie Signs. In like the first act, the dog gets like stressed out and like pees on the floor. And like the great thing about this is that it's like treated as like this sad thing. Like, oh no, like the dog is getting old or the dog is getting sick or something. And the characters like re react to it like that. Like it's a very, it's also like a very relatable thing. Anybody who's ever had a pet, like if they go where they're not supposed to go, then you kind of get a little worried, especially if they're getting up there in like their years or whatever. But it's like, we know we're watching an alien movie. We know the dog pissed because he's scared of the fucking aliens. So it's like this great thing where like we're watching these characters react to it in this uh, very relatable way and thinking it's one thing. But like we're in, we're like, no, the fucking dog saw an alien, you know. So it's like wow, one of those brilliant. great things because like you're just on the edge of your seat because of that. Because, you know, it's like right around the corner. We're going to see some fucking aliens. Shit's going to ramp up. Yeah. yeah, that's that's really good. Damn. I need to watch signs again really bad. So far, my list has beaten your list. My pee pee list isn't as good as my poo poo list. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do uh, one more real quick and then you can close it out with a year and one. And then we can switch over to poo. I all right, my one last one this is a short one, but the Goonies. I love the fact that they take like a pee break during their adventure. Oh my god, that's the best. That's oh, I, okay. Shit. That that's that's probably my number one be, under under Buffalo sixty six. This is probably like yeah. my number two. We're not really doing these in order. This isn't like a top five or whatever. But I would put that probably number two because it's so fucking accurate. Because if you were on an adventure with a whole bunch of kids, you would have to do that. Because that's that's what kids need. You need to take like a pee break and be like, all right, who has to go to the bathroom? I just fucking love that in the midst of their really? like very serious and like Indiana Jones esque adventure and escapades or whatever, they just have to like be like, all right, you know, nothing's happening right now. So if you got to pee, do it now. I just fucking love that. I it's brilliant. Like that's that's what makes the Goonies lovable for me. And there's been a lot of like fucking Goonies hate in like the last five years. I feel like like people like saying like, yeah, I don't like the Goonies or whatever. It's like, fuck you and whatever. Goonies, Goonies, perfect. Goonies is great. Okay. That's a great solid fucking film. And that's why people love the Goonies. Little moments like that. You know, I love the Goonies. Yeah. I love the Goonies for that. I love the Goonies for when he stops at the fucking, and I think this gets cut out on the DVD maybe, but I remember it from when I was growing up. Like this, along with like the octopus scene, this is what I remember from my youth. Is like he stops at like a uh, convenience store. And he's like looking at a Mad magazine. And he's like deciding if he wants to buy it or not. Like I, I love that movie for those. I don't little, remember that, but that's really awesome. Those little beats are so fucking good. It feels like it, it's so well drawn. It feels almost like um, it kind of feels like the same vein as those old Lucas Arts adventure games. You remember like uh, Monkey Island and stuff. It's oh, like course. the same kind of style as that stuff. Only it's live action, so it's yeah. The Goonies is probably the closest to like a graphic text adventure kind of thing. Yeah. Oh god, it's 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 awesome. I I love it every like more each time I see it. And so for the record, like if anybody thinks that my Andy's panties piece or whatever, is yeah, let's like, give a plug to that real quick. Like, because I could see how like maybe because it's just the one where I say like you know all of her upskirts and stuff are related to the plot and escalate as the plot goes on. I can see how that could be misconstrued as like, oh, well, that's the only good thing in there. It's like, definitely not. No, it's a, it's a perfect fucking movie. Yeah. Like, it's just a little fun thing that I wrote because I thought it was funny. But uh, yeah, it's it's great. 
All right. So give me um, one last urine one. Pick a good one. Make it like make it count. <laughs> okay. Well, recently uh, It Follows came out and everybody was saying how great it is and stuff. And I don't know. I've got mixed feelings about it. When I first saw it, I was like... No spoilers, by the way, because I haven't seen it yet. Right. When I first saw it, I was really into it. Um, and it's weird because I didn't think I was going to like it. But no, like it just really sucks you in. But you have to like kind of go in kind of in its mindset. It's kind of it's kind of like an acquired taste. I feel like you just you just kind of have to let it go because there's just parts where it seems silly. And I feel like the part where there's pee is uh, a good example of that because it's basically like there's just this lady that's supposed to look scary for a second and she's got like pee dripping down her legs. I feel like depending on what mood you're in when you watch that movie, you could either think that she looks fucking horrifying or she looks fucking retarded. Like, and just, you know, she just looks so stupid that it's not even scary. It's just kind of like, why is this here? But you know? whether, whether you're seeing it that way or the other way, is it kind of enjoyable either way? Like, is it... It's an enjoyable it movie. Yeah, does it work as like a cheese fest and work as like a, this is really fucking scary? Yeah, it works either way. Really, it's that's the interesting thing about it. It's one of the few movies I've seen where it kind of morphs to how you feel. Okay. Um, either way, though, it just it's very like tightly put together and kind of sucks you in. So that's kind of cool. But right on. Yeah, I don't know. It's just that 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 part just to me. Whenever I see it, it's like my disbelief isn't as suspended because I just I look at it. It feels almost like they just tried to think of all of the things that would be really gross and like put them together. And uh, it's just like so kind of um, it, it almost feels like they're trying too hard or something. And in that it's not really scary, you know? Yeah, I feel and you on that. It's like a shock. It's like a shock factor thing where, the, where it's not really shocking anymore. I don't know. And does it like um, even mean anything to the plot, the urine? No, not really. It, it's just kind of there. And uh -huh. it's just like, eh, what? okay. But yeah. That's a good contemporary one. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with some shit. So, see you soon. <laughs> Hello, Smug Film fans. Did you know that Smug Film now has a voice mailbox? Just call the following phone number. 718395 and leave a question for the mailbag or a comment about the show along with your name, and we may play it on a future episode. Thank you for listening, and now... Back to the show. All right, we are back and we're going to move some bowels here. <laughs> and uh, my first one for this, you know, this isn't like you don't see the shit. Like, I don't know what the the line we're going to we're going to have here. Like, is it have to you have to see the shit? I don't can think the shit well, be I, implied. This I is could, like an implied shit. Yeah, I think implied shit is better because I couldn't really think of a lot of instances where you can see poops. Okay, so. good. I'm glad we're on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So my my first one, this is probably my number one, is uh, Squid and the Whale, which oh. is uh, they're all about to have like a family conference, and it's the two boys and the dad, and they're they're waiting for the mom who's in the bathroom, and the bathroom is like right next to the living room, and like they're just waiting for her so they can get started with it, and like finally she comes out, and the older kid immediately like holds his nose and says, "Ah, oh, mom," because like apparently it stinks, and she says oh, sorry man. and sits down. And it's, it's a great fucking moment because when you're like nervous or stressed out, like your shits like really stink 
And it's mm-hmm. like, clearly she's stressed out because like the family's going through a divorce and she was nervous about like this sit down and all that. Like it really puts you in her emotional state. And it's also just this very humiliating thing, like to shit like right next to a room where a lot of people are in. And like, it's just a perfect, like inopportune time to like need to take like a big dump or whatever. I just, I love that visceral quality to that. And there's a lot of, uh, you know, now that I think about it, there's a lot of like um, bodily function, visceral, like raw, very realistic depictions in that film. And if you haven't seen it, I'm not going to name them because it's great to just not know how far and how strange that movie is going to go when you're watching it. But if you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. There's other like bodily function things going on. But uh, I just think that's a great, great example. Yeah, I agree. That movie is perfect. I'm really glad you brought that part up, too, because even though that is like one of the best instances I've ever heard and I've seen it like I didn't think of it. Same with like the Goonies one. I'm really glad you brought that one up, too, because it's the same thing. But uh, like I think that it shows their closeness too. like there's a really weird thing when you're going through a transition with either family or like a breakup or anything where you have to distance yourself from somebody you're close to. It all, there's always those little moments that kind of makes it feel wrong to do that because you realize how close you are as, as it's happening. It's like they, they seem to come up more like that. Uh, like I feel like the way that they were all almost used to being in a room next to her while she's doing that and with probably each other doing it also almost shows that, you know, it's like when you're family with somebody, that's a lot more of a common thing to happen, right. you know? Yeah, and, I mean that that film really gets all that stuff really correct. Yeah, for sure. And it's just it just seems like if they're all about to kind of um decide where those kids are going to live at and everything, just uh the idea that moments like that won't be as frequent is probably coming up in all their minds and mm. it's probably painful for them and everything. Yeah, that's a good point. You know? Yeah. All right, so what's uh what's your first shit pick? Okay, well, it's like what you said about Buffalo 66 with um, how like the acts are split up by the peeing and everything. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's a, there's this thing about the bird people in China that I always talk about, the movie I love. Where, it's a uh, Mike film, right? Yeah, the Takashi Mike film. The two main characters are a Japanese businessman and a Yakuza guy. And at first, like basically... The movie is split up into what for me is like two parts, even though there there aren't any defined parts to it. Like it's like two vibes that happen in the first and second half of the movie. And I think a lot of it has to do with like whether the guys are accepting them or uh, like comfortable with one another, you know, like whether they're accepting each other as friends or not, mm-hmm. because they're basically both from two different, completely different walks of life. They're also going out into the middle of nowhere to places that they're both not familiar with. They're both from the city uh, in Japan and they're going to like middle of nowhere, China. So wait, so what's the uh, shit? So the shit takes place. That was a lot of preface for some poo-poo. Well, the the poo-poo happens (laughs) um, about maybe like right when they, when they're like almost to their destination because they go on this journey together. Uh, They're one of the, the the Yakuza guys like sitting outside in the rain on like, what they have is like this weird pile of rocks thing that like obviously is made. It's almost like a well for shitting. It looks like it looks like almost like like how you said that there was a, a trough for peeing oh, yeah. in uh, the UK. It's I'll almost never like forget that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
it's almost like a trough for shitting, but it's like made out of rocks. It's like you can imagine a bunch of dudes sitting on it together and like whatever. Facing uh, facing inward or outward? It just looked like it was just like a pile of rocks. And I don't know if it was like made for that or not. It looks like it could have conceivably been stacked by like country folk to shit into. Or uh-huh. maybe it's just like it happened to be where he thought would be a good spot for it. But like either way, it worked really well for shitting into so the guy's like sitting on this pile of rocks in the rain, looking miserable with his like Hawaiian shirt on. You know, like how Yakuza always wear those like fucking like bright shirts, like those button ups. Right on. And uh, he's like sitting there. And um, the guy, the other guy, the businessman comes out with like a child's umbrella because that's all that they had to give him to to keep him from getting wet while he went out to take a shit. Uh, <laughs> so he comes out and he's like covering himself with this tiny umbrella. And... Um, he sees that the Yakuza is out there, so he goes to turn around and like he's like, oh, I'll come back later. And the Yakuza yells at him and he goes, wait, come back. And he's like, he's like, umbrella, bring it over here. And like he comes and he sits next to him, he puts the umbrella over both of them and starts shitting with him. And it's really awkward. And then and then he's like, he's like, join the embarrassment. And like <laughs> that's like their first moment when they're bonding. I like that. Yeah, it's like they're just in the rain, sitting together, taking a shit under this child's umbrella. And it's like yeah, that's a that's a good one because that one really means something. Like the exactly. uh, it goes along with like squid and the whale. Like the rest of the ones that I have for this, they're just kind of like you know they're just personal favorites. They don't necessarily mean too much to the film. They I just like the moments, you know. But those two going hand in hand is like things that like really are these uh, pivotal moments in the film, you know? Yeah, it's like, it's like it's weird how uh, you can see people bonding through something like that or even like a sign that they were bonded and could be dividing or whatever. Right. It's bizarre. All right, so my next one is uh, another Billy Madison one. I mean, Adam Sandler's getting some serious love on this one. There's a great line that I love. There's a scene where Adam Sandler and his friends do a flaming bag of dog shit prank on an old man's front step. And the old man comes out and steps on it. And actually, there's two great lines. This is this is the first great line, okay? Mm. He says, ah, oh, it's poop. It's poop again, which is, <laughs> is funny as hell because it implies that like this has happened to him before. And yet he still stepped on it again because he thought that maybe it wouldn't be poop in the bag this time for some reason. I just love that he says it's poop. It's poop again. It's so fucking good. I love that. And then, but like the the real clincher, you know, in true Billy Madison form in keeping with like the urine stuff, you know, like you think you've heard the best line and then you hear the best line later in the scene. You know, after the the old man says the whole it's poop thing, Adam Sandler's friends are like, you know, they're all laughing in the bushes. And Adam Sandler says, he called the shit poop and laughs even harder, <laughs> which is like, I, I love that that was like the funniest part to him that like the old man called the shit poop. <laughs> Have you ever seen American Astronaut? No, I don't think I saw that one. Wait, wait is that okay. like the Billy Bob Thornton one? No. What's a, I'm thinking of something. It's more obscure than that. It's it's really weird. It's a, it's a black and white one. Uh, it's like a, it takes place in space. Oh, I'm thinking of but... the astronaut farmer. That was that Polish Brothers film. Oh. Anyway. I haven't even heard of Oh, no, of wait. That. Okay. So yeah, it's that weird black and white one, right? 
Yeah, it's it's bizarre. It's a it ta- it's a musical. It takes place in space. Right. That's one of those movies that like the internet fucking adores. Yeah, it's it's weird. I mean, like I've got mixed feelings on it, but it definitely has some really good scenes in it. Yeah, um, that's a that's a nerd favorite. Yeah, it is a nerd favorite. But there there's a one of the better scenes, probably my favorite scene in the movie, is the one where a guy is sitting in a. Sh- it's the main character. He's sitting in a stall taking a shit, and um. These two guys come in to harass him and <laughs> they uh, they start like banging around, like banging on the stall and like stomping their feet and shit. And they do like this synchronized dance, this two guys, uh, where they're going like, hey boy, hey boy, I heard it from a friend about you, about a thing called love. And they're like dancing around, like bobbling their heads around. It's fucking hilarious. And then um, at the end, and, and of course the guy's like sitting in the stall going, what the fuck? And then like at the end of it, they a guy pops up over the stall and takes a Polaroid picture of him <laughs> and like his mm. his fucking uh, uncomfortableness and then that's what he uses to like fucking like try to have power over him is that he has a picture of him taking a shit like I love what I love about that is the whole thing about that movie is it's all just a bunch of little boys in grown men's bodies just like freaking taunting one another with stupid stuff like that. Uh, right, it has though, like its own vernacular and sense of humor. Yeah, it's like all of their lives are fucking at stake. They're all fucking in space and stuff and there aren't any women or anything and it's just this weird future world where everything would be very high stakes, right? But for them, it's all about little things that damage their ego and little things that make them uncomfortable and stuff. That's what like is highlighted. Yeah, you know, I gotta, I like, gotta check that one out. Yeah, it's it's really bizarre. Uh, but there's and there's like another scene where uh, like to show the damaging ego thing again is like a, a right before that a guy is like trying to sing a song and like he gets on the mic and you can tell he's been rehearsing and preparing for it for a long time and like he just belts it out and it's fucking fascinating. But you can tell that he's just so nervous. But it's not a big deal. It's like this bar where like a few guys are there. But to him, it's like this huge fucking deal because like everything for these guys in this world is just about how they're perceived by other people. Right. Yeah, that's interesting. So strange. You know, that's when I I avoided just arbitrarily because it was like, you know, all these nerds fucking love it. And like that can get kind of sickening because they they tend to like they'll rally around like the worst fucking movies just because they They like some weird idiosyncratic nerd thing about it. It's like they... I remember everybody loved that fucking movie Inc for a time like that was like the the hip nerd movie on the internet to enjoy right. and it's so bad like you can't even watch it like the graphics are so fucking shit but like they just fucking adored that movie. Like I said that movie has like some really cool scenes that are really solid like that where where if you watch them by themselves uh you'll get a real kick out of them because they almost feel like little sketches but then there's other parts where it just doesn't hold up. Like uh, there's parts where um, where you can tell they just didn't have enough fucking footage. And instead of having shots of something going on, it's just like a montage of pictures of what's going on. And I feel like they tried to make that work, and it, but it just seems like unfinished. Well, that's good know. to know. Yeah. All right. But so it's still, it's, it's worth seeing. Okay. So I got an example of a bad one like I did with the urine because I, I think it's important to talk about the bad ones a little bit. There's a Caddyshack scene. Have you seen Caddyshack? 
Oh, shit. I was going to ask you about that because somebody was telling me that there's one Caddyshack, but I didn't remember. So, yeah, this is like a this is a fairly well-regarded scene. Uh, it's pretty infamous. It's, you know, the candy bar scene. It's where somebody tosses a uh, baby Ruth bar into a pool that a lot of people are swimming in. And it's just kind of like floating there on the <laughs> surface. And they, I think they even play like Jaws music or whatever. And everybody <laughs> runs out of the pool because they think it's a piece of shit that's just floating there. <laughs> but like the thing that doesn't work about it, it is that it like it just looks like a candy bar. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't look like shit. And I just like the uh, 40 year old virgin thing. It just doesn't seem like if you did this in real life, people would react that way that quickly. It seems like anybody in its proximity would be like, oh, no, that's just a that's a chocolate bar. Like it just <laughs> it. I don't know. I don't buy the conceit that people would genuinely think that was like a piece of shit, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was like, it was also like, if like, you know, assuming it was a piece of shit, okay, <laughs> of that form, I don't think it would like float like that. Like, I think like if it was that dense and that long and that shape, like it would just kind of drop to the bottom or something. Like it wouldn't have that floaty weight to it. It was just, right. there's a lot of it that just doesn't, you have to suspend your disbelief or whatever to make it work. And I just don't think it fully works. It's, a, it's an all right idea. I just don't think it, it works. But people like that scene. Maybe I'm wrong about it. I don't know. All right. I see what you mean. Just doesn't sound plausible. Yeah. Still, though, like the idea of seeing the candy bar like up close and knowing that it's a candy bar, but also hearing the Jaws music is kind of funny in like a weird ironic way where it's like, this is so obvious. Why are we still doing this? Yeah. I you mean, know, it's like not, sometimes it's not the worst scene. It's not a terrible scene, but it's one of those things where anytime I see it, and I've seen Caddyshack a couple of times, anytime I see that scene, I'm like, yeah, no, doesn't really, uh, it's not close enough. Like, I get it, kind of right. looks like a piece of shit, but mm, not so much. Yeah. Like, maybe I would buy it more in like a cartoon or something. But mm. I don't know. Because I feel like car- a cartoon's shit probably looks closer to a candy bar than a human's shit, you know? <laughs> True. Like Did car- you ever have a. Did you ever have a Tamagotchi and like watch them shit and then like it's that perfect pile of shit yeah, and man. it has like the stink lines and and like if you didn't clean up after it like the whole screen would fill up. up it'd be like three shits <laughs> yeah man it would be more than that sometimes yeah dude that's funny all right so I'm gonna do just one more I have a couple here but I'm just gonna pick my favorite one and okay. then you can do uh, another one I guess or another two if you got two good ones go for it. But uh, this one is the movie Friday, which you still haven't seen, which is just a fucking travesty. I mean, that's just a horrible thing about you as a human being that needs to be rectified in some way. You know, in this in before the year is over, you have to see fucking Friday. It's so good. There's a scene where Chris Tucker's taking a shit in the backyard because he's locked out of the house and, you know, he has nowhere else to shit. So he's like, (laughs) he's shitting behind some bushes. This is something that you will absolutely adore when you see it. Because it's like animation. It's all the principles animation shit you love so much. Yay. And the movement that he makes while he's taking a shit is one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my entire life. (laughs) Just him, he like gyrates his hips and he's like moving his head. And it's so cartoonish and strange and like how (laughs) nobody in the world would ever do that. But it just makes sense anyway. It's so overdone and silly. And he's just such a naturally funny human being that you just let it slide and you just buy it. Like you buy that his character would shit like that. I just, <laughs> I, I think that you would really, really dig that part. And I, I mean, I know you will, but uh, yeah, look out for that part. 
Anybody who's seen the movie knows exactly what I'm talking about. It's just a perfect acting choice, perfect motion. That's awesome. I'm excited. All right, so you got like one or two because we should probably wrap this up. Let's see. Well, I've got two. Ah, fuck. I've got a few, but um, there's there's a give couple me the, of Give um, me the solid ones. <laughs> Not just solid there's, because it's shit, but solid because it's <laughs> good. Well, actually, one of the ones I was going to mention was more about the squirts. Um, Uh-oh. Yeah, I know. Mm-mm. I mentioned Jack before on the other. Oh, my movie. God. Well, Jack is important, okay? <laughs> I don't think <laughs> <Is> so. <laughs> I think it that would be in a my whole... world. <laughs> Apparently. That's like oh. your godfather. Like, usually people pick <laughs> the Coppola film of, like, Godfather or Godfather 2 <laughs> or Apocalypse Now. You're like, nah, man, my Coppola is Jack. Well, Jack's brutal. It's kind of a fucking harsh film. <laughs> you love that film. It's a good film. I like all Robin Williams films. And you know what? I like all um, Brendan Fraser films, too. You know what? I'll get down with that. Yeah, man. I think they they both don't get enough credit. No, they really don't. And I want Brendan Fraser to come back really bad. You know he's like crazy bald, right? I know, but I don't give a shit. I, just I, I feel like that. that's part of it. Like, that's part of... I'm sure it's part of it, but damn it, he could own it. Of course he, he could own it. He just I mean, needs there's to so get, many fucking fat, you know. ugly guys who fucking do good. And also, dad bod is in. Have you heard that? Dad bod? Dad bod. What that's like a hot thing now. It's like, if you're, if you're built like Jason Siegel, like that's a hot thing. It's called dad bod. You haven't heard yeah. about this? No, I haven't heard about this. You have to have like a, a bit of a gut and some man titties and like a little fat on your arms and like be like not obese and not like super fat like you can't have a big gut but you just can be like kind of like pudgy and gross but like it's hot because it's called dad bod and so like all these girls (laughs) that are like you know they're switching into gear of like oh i need to have kids soon like they see a guy like that and that's like a hot thing now that's like the new hot like body to have is dad bod that's so weird i wish i was making this up maybe it's because they think oh well maybe he'll commit to me more because he's exactly it's a, it's yeah. the hotness of that. Like that's what they're responding to. Clearly, so fucking that's a, weird. It's a fucking thing. So Brendan Fraser has had dad bod for like twenty years. <laughs> you know, so he needs to get back in the game because you know, if I was his agent, I'd be like, dude, dad bod's in. You know, <laughs> get some hair plugs that stick, or just shave it off and get like you know a little diesel or something, grow a little facial hair, even it out. I don't know. There are options, but get back in the game, son. I just think his face was so fucking expressive in a way you don't really see anymore. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's got anyway, no, he's got chops. Anyway, give me some shit. There's a there's a part in one of his movies in Georgia the Jungle where doesn't a guy like fall in some shit? I think it's elephant shit and he gets it on his fucking face. Yeah. It's like all over his face, almost like one of those like pies, like the cartoon pies, but it's like a shit pie. Yeah, I don't like and, that like, part. It's gross, but like it's weird because when you think about it, it's like, when was the last time you saw somebody's face in shit? My it's, Friday I, night. <laughs> That's how I party. Um, <laughs> no, like, it's just, it's just bizarre. Like, it was, it's, it's weird because, like, when I saw it at the time, I didn't think it was as rare as it was. It just seemed like, oh, yeah, that would happen. No, and then, um, you would think, you would think. Yeah. Not, not that, not that often. Yeah, and Jack, though, um, there's the part where he's, like, posing as the principal do you remember that part? Dude, I don't remember more than three, <laughs> three or four minutes of Jack. Come on. I remember Nobody does. I do. <laughs> Francis Ford Coppola would 
probably recognize about like two or three minutes of that film. <laughs> it's a good film. There's there's a part where um he's pretending to be the principal and he's old enough looking, so he pulls it off. But he's talking to, I believe, the mom who's uh Fran Drescher, and um he's saying that, that I like uh, her. She's fun. He's saying that she or he's saying that the other principal that he's subbing for got the got the squirts. And he's like describing it too much. Like he stays on it for too long. And that's how you can tell that he's still a 10 year old. Mm-hmm. That he just keeps talking about. Oh, okay. I kind of like that. Diarrhea. That's and a like, good touch. Yeah, he's just, and she's just kind of awkwardly like listening to him. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah, it's, it's, I've noticed like in, there's a few movies where, where people get diarrhea and that's like the reason why they can't do something. Oh, that's and, like, a lot. Yeah. I was thinking that about you know, I was racking my brain for like shit ones, but that's like a, that seems to be a motif in cinema that's used a lot, which is like putting X lax in somebody's drink. That's used a lot. Oh my God. Yes. The three ninjas, that part where they fucking put the laxatives in the Coke and stuff or whatever. That part is great. That's in Uh, a lot of fucking movies. Yeah. That's the majority of like how shit is dealt with is people being given (laughs) X lax. I'm so, I swear to you, I even looked like online. I was like, you know, I was looking for shit instances that I might have forgotten. And like most movies, it's just X lax jokes. Yeah, there's a lot of laxative stuff. It's weird too, because it's not really a thing that you would ever do to someone because it would be so awful, you know, like. But yeah, you would never do that to another human being unless like yeah. you're making jackass four or something. Yeah. <laughs> just, it's just not something you would do to another human. Anyway, that's going to close it out. Uh, any final thoughts for the audience? Um... It doesn't I mean, have to be shit related. It doesn't have to be pee related. <laughs> I never knew I would be talking about shit this much. Uh, well, I mean... It sounds we, like an acceptance speech. You're not getting an award <laughs> for talking about... I never knew I would be talking about shit like, this much. And thank you. I'm just holding like a statue that's like just golden. So honored. It's just like a big shit. And yeah. it's just like I'm holding it with both hands. Like it's, like it's a dick or something. And it's just like... Just like crying into the microphone. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. but you got any anything final for the audience? <laughs> any, uh, I don't know, anything you've seen that's good? Any thoughts you've had pertaining oh, to film? Fuck. I forgot to talk about um, the thief and the cobbler has a great scene, great toilet scene. Is yeah. uh, yeah, it's one of my favorite scenes in any movie. He's um, he can't get into the palace. Like the the thief is trying to get into the palace because he wants to get the golden balls and everything. Oh, and uh, yeah, the golden balls. So we've gone from golden shit dick to golden balls really um, fast. Yes, faster than we ever could have imagined. Except there's three balls, and I I guess that's a mutation or something. Hey, it happens. But, yeah. Um. So. So no, he's trying to get into the palace and he like, there's a, there's a moat around the palace. It's kind of like a sewer. It's all green and weird. Mm-hmm. And, um, he falls in and then he, and then he starts to climb up this fucking like pipe that like you can, all you see is like his, the lump from his body going up the pipe and it's like clanking around and it's really long and <laughs> Uh, really twisty and at one point it like breaks and like his foot hangs out and he's like trying to get up it and then he comes out in the toilet like his head sticks up out of the toilet and um, you're like oh yeah he finally made it 
But then you see fucking, uh, there's this thing hanging down, dangling, and it's all golden and jeweled, and it's got tassels, and of course he wants to steal it, so he reaches up and grabs it and pulls it, and it's the thing that flushes it. Ah. So, <laughs> so it it just shoots him right back down the way Oh, that's came. great. Like, after all fucking that, it goes back into the fucking, like, That's a really sewer. great gag. I like that. It's so brilliant. It see, that was so perfect long. to close on. <laughs> and it's almost like saying this guy is shit. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, that's one of the best ones. Oh god, it was it, I love that shit so much. Right. <laughs> Literally. That was a good good fun episode talked about uh, the excrement. You know, we left out farts cuz farts, you know. Farts are so prevalent. They're yeah. Just, we could like talk the, about it maybe on another episode if we feel like, like the it. the air we breathe, man, they're omnipresent. Damn, you're getting deep. Yeah, getting deep with the farts. Oh, yeah. Um, All right. So thanks for being on. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.